0: to
1: talk yeah i'm waiting for you to talk all right um i haven't seen you all the whole dirty december have
0: i said happy new year to you yet
1: no you haven't actually
0: happy new year bro it's awesome to see you i can't believe i'm back here well i can't believe i'm back here but it feels like it doesn't feel like it was that long ago actually it feel it felt long when i was driving here like i was like oh shit, i've not been to this guy's house in ages we've not recorded a physical pod in ages but now that i'm here it feels like maybe at most it was two weeks ago, but really it was. <sighs> when was the last time we recorded a podcast like this together? I, I left well, in June. I left in it was then it was June. Then I left in June.
1: I honestly can't remember. I the last person I had on the pod was Tulu Olufoyeju for his um, just to talk about his upcoming Disney feature Iwaju. Uh, the last episode that we did was the episode or the one that you did where you were just talking for two hours straight on your own. So Oh
2: yeah, shit, yeah, 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 yeah. That was nice. So that I was... don't know.
1: I think before we start, uh good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of O Lucian when goes to the Movies podcast. Woo woo the podcast where we review the latest Hollywood, Nollywood, classic and or oh, foreign language movie of our choice. I'm sure a lot of people are asking where the hell have we been or if not at all but i think anybody listening to this episode probably needs to understand where we've been over the last couple of months um i think i'll take the floor with sean first and let him explain himself and then I'll explain myself okay so where have
0: i been um obviously uh, i left lagos in june um shortly after shooting this short film i made called death grip um if you have any questions relating to Death Grip, don't ask me about that now because I want this to be a positive podcast. Um, Then, um, I was in London, obviously, I was working, I was freelancing and we did a couple, um, we did a couple, uh, what should we call it? Zoom, Zencaster podcast. I think the last pod we dropped was in October, so it's been no, two months basically of not recording
1: uh, well, let me just check our okay, well, the last
0: episode. I dropped the podcast in october the one the solo one that I did yeah. so, so I think it's so it's been November December honestly um November and December were how do I say very transformative months uh for me in 2022 also lisa we need to turn on the air conditioner in this bitch because i'm going to start sweating like a
1: we're gonna start sweating there's no lights
0: oh oh wow welcome tonight can i take off my shirt all right cool i'm gonna take off my shirt so
1: the last episode (laughs) we did was all the way back in october yeah yeah, we did two back to back in October. I did one and you did one a mm-hmm. week later and then poof we just kind of finished.
0: Um I I you know what I'm gonna take most of the responsibility on that. I think November and December were very transformative uh um months for me. I think I was figuring I was or rather I was realizing a lot of stuff about myself that I wasn't particularly happy with. Yeah. And
1: is that something you can openly express? Not
0: for? particularly. I think it'd get a bit too deep for the podcast. I mean, this is a movie podcast, uh, at the end of the day. But it was there were they were there were blessings. Like I, I'm really happy that I came to these realizations. I had like a really, really, really deep talk with my brother, Shinny. Um brothers are so useful, man. Um, like best friends and stuff are nice, but I mean, you know this. Like having a brother that knows you in a in, in some ways better than you know yourself is actually quite useful because a best friend that you can speak to a best friend every day and tell your best friend everything but your brother has literally lived with you your entire life and he sees you for what you truly 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 are so when I had these conversations with him like he helped me realize a lot of these things and like I'm super grateful. And like, one of the things I want to start doing this year is just being consistent with this podcast because i know like loads of people have podcasts but i'm very proud that i have a podcast and i have a podcast with a friend of mine that i've known for a long time and it's a and and we get to talk about something that i give a fuck about like wholeheartedly so that's one of the things i want to do i want to be more consistent about this yeah there's so many resolutions that i have and i know resolutions aren't a thing or I don't know how people feel about resolutions but like so far i've actually been keeping mostly been keeping to them and that's why i was so eager to do this pod today um because i just want to get out of the way and start posting regularly on on instagram
1: and uh, uh yeah like platforms, i guess sorry um, and other platforms where possible
0: yeah um i know lisa wants i know lisa has big plans for the for the pod this year i don't know if we're going to talk about them on air or off air but like uh me i just my own goal is i want to record that's it i just want to record i want to talk about movies um and yeah man i'm hope i'm really hopeful for 2023 and uh let's fucking go bro let's get this money all right. Um What about you, Alisa? Well you could you could have done a few solo pods. What, what what's what's happened to you? I mean I don't really think I'm not really putting you on uh putting you on anything but no, uh no no
1: but a lot had happened. I mean at some point last year I was heavily, heavily involved in a lot of rugby league
0: um i thought you were gonna say drugs for a no, minute no, no, no. <laughs> and, um
1: at some point i got i got selected to play in the nigerian squad for the middle east and african championship
0: wait, wait wait let's 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 stay on that for a second yeah you were a national rugby player yes for nigeria yes why are you saying that so casually
1: because yeah. it's what's what's casual about it it's just playing sports no 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 because you were
0: playing rugby for your country
1: yeah Mm, i was in the squad
0: No, no 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 you were were playing rugby for nigeria
1: i made the squad yes as in like how
0: rashford plays for england you were playing rugby for nigeria yes and okay Round of applause for Lisa,
1: mean, I mean, yeah, it's something I'll be proud of. I'll forever be proud of, but I think... I wish
0: you guys can see Lisa's face. He doesn't look
1: fazed by this at all, bro. I think uh, I'm proud of it, but at the end of the day, I, I don't think it ended up being the way... Falling the way I thought it would. Yeah, that's uh, life, I guess. I, I guess that's life. I mean, I know this was something I really wanted from life for a very long time. As far back as my early 20s, when I first got called up to the... Nigerian Excel's, uh program after I graduated in 2013 to, to try my hands on sevens for Nigeria. And over the years, there was something that just kept missing. I kept missing and I got close. I got very close to it by making the squad, but I didn't get as much game time as I thought I would. And mm. at this point in my life, I'm just, I can't, I can't make this unnecessary sacrifice. There's too much going on in my personal life. Uh, for starts my career, my family. My um, they're very important people. My relationship. Hey, what what kind of relationship? You know, you know what <laughs> of relationship is. I've spoken to you about this before. There's that. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm not going to. Maybe she might appear on the pod one day. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe if you're listening to this, this is a pre-invitation. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, but,
0: but, um... Does she like movies?
1: Oh it, of course she loves movies
0: all right, all right, all right,
1: all right all right i I already have an idea. What's
0: me? her favorite movie?
1: Love Jones is up there,
0: okay, so she likes the romantic kind of stuff. Is she like a cheesy kind of girl, which is fine hmm. by the way, okay, can she watch what you like and enjoy it? Yes, what is your favorite movie that you showed her, and did she like it?
1: Into the Spider Verse,
0: interesting. And well, she, wait, wait, wait. I think Into the Spider Verse, anyone's gonna like that. But go on, go yeah, on. She loved it. Yeah. Is there a movie that? Is there like a niche movie that you like? Let's say, okay. Um, um, what's that? What's the name of this movie that you like? Uh, Snatch. Snatch. Nah, not Snatch. And I don't think Snatch is niche enough. There's one movie. Um, in I think it's the movie about a uh, in. Uh, one night in Soho no 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 no. The, the, i hate that movie by the way the edgar wright movie i hated that movie uh yeah i hated that movie um super smash bros there's a character that wears a robotic costume and she's like but she's a girl but she looks like metroid. a girl yes but there's no metroid movie there's yet. no metroid movie okay oh, so, sorry is there a, a more like a science fictiony comic movie that you want to show her but you're a bit like hesitant because you're unsure she might like it or not well
1: i wouldn't say star wars because Star Wars is. Fucked up right now so
0: Yeah, but that, I mean that's great, man. I mean I like we, that she likes into the Spider Verse. We
1: make a habit of trying to watch as many movies as we can. Yeah. Um, there's some intricacies behind that, but I I'd rather keep that for ourselves. ourselves. Do you
0: think a relationship can work if your partner doesn't like the movies you like? I am not even not even she doesn't like them. She thinks they're horrible. Do you think? That relationship can work. I mean, long term. My,
1: my dad loves Star Top Gun, and my mom hates it with a passion. She hates the type of movies my dad watches. She's not interested in the comic superhero movies, mm. the action, the brainless like you know, political action thrillers. And stuff yeah, like she's not into that. No, 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 not like that. And mm. she, on the other hand, loves her detective movies, or mysteries, or horrors. And my dad's not into that. Fair enough. Living together for god knows how how long yeah it's preferable that your partner likes the same I think that would be a deal breaker for me man really well that's you but then again I think it would be a deal breaker I mean not immediately
0: but long term I don't know how it would work because I'd want to be like I'd be excited for this you know new David Fincher movie or new uh, Scorsese film and if my partner didn't want to see it I would be like what's wrong with you that's a mm-hmm. bit weird. Well, if I showed her some of the classics? Like if I showed her you know if I showed her Reservoir Dogs or like Django. Yeah. And she was like I don't get this. This is too violent for me. There's a, I remember I used to see this girl and she didn't she doesn't like blood. She likes movies but she doesn't like blood. She doesn't like violence in films. And I was like, yeah, well, this isn't going to work clearly because
1: I don't you know. know. I mean, I'd like to believe that there are other interests outside movies.
0: Yeah, but like this is a deep interest of mine. I know it's a deep, deep interest of in mine. It's not even an interest; like it's you know well, my life, is, bro.
1: It's in your blood, as they say. <laughs> but um, no, other than that, I mean, we have watched a few movies. I think I've watched more romantic comedies and dramas than I can I can remember. Yeah. Um, what are some that we've watched? I mean, there was that. Denzel Washington-directed movie. Fences. No, A Journal for Jordan uh, that had uh, Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Um, this is
0: a new film, I would imagine.
1: It came out last year. Okay. i um, not seen this film. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's about like, um, I forgot the character's name, but he plays, a, it's based on a true story. It's based on a drill sergeant who falls in love with a New York Times journalist in New York, who's based in New York, because they know each other from their hometown and they build on their relationship and this is during the 9-11 time so I think he serves a tour in Afghanistan and um, obviously at some point in the story it's just based on a true story he dies mm-hmm. and he leaves a journal behind for his son and his son is learning about what his father did for the world and what his father did in the military and stuff like that. Um, it's an interesting story, but I felt like the problem with the movie is that the pacing was very, and this is a problem I'm going to mention. Are you I'm
0: telling talking. Are you telling her this as uh, no, no, after no, you no, watching no, no, the movie? No. Then we you're giving came, her. A f- we both. We oh, okay. both came
1: to the same conclusion. Fair enough. Because we watched it on Netflix. We tried to get it through it in one go. It took us three goes to get through it.
0: On the same day, or
1: across a weekend. Oh my goodness. So yeah, that's 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 the problem I have. Mm-hmm. And I, Denzel, don't get me wrong. I mean, Denzel seems like a solid director. Seems to know what he's doing, but I think his directorial style is a bit too simple. Yeah, I'm a firm believer. Just because you're a great actor doesn't mean that you necessarily translate into a great director. Even
0: though they are, we should do a pod actually on like the directors who act or actors who direct because there are actually quite a few
1: a journal Um, for jordan a movie called look both ways okay it's on netflix it's a very interesting concept okay in the sense this is another
0: movie you're talking about or is this okay okay
1: another movie so it's about a girl who's graduating from college uh she gets knocked up the movie creates two possibilities one possibility where you know she gets pregnant i've heard about this film and then the other possibility of where her life goes where she what's the name of the movie look Both Ways.
0: Yeah, I've heard about this film.
1: Should, should give it a watch. It's a very interesting concept.
0: Have you ever had a pregnancy scare before? Yes. How how did you handle that?
1: Um, not great. <laughs> <laughs> um, not great. But uh, the, the the story in which I found out that she had had a you know that she was she wasn't pregnant.
0: Oh okay. Oh I thought okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I thought about <laughs> <no, never> it. <mind.
1: laughs> I mean. I don't even think I want to tell the full story, but all I remember... You ain't got it. She told me I was praying in church. You were praying. praying? In church. <laughs> yeah. And then I get a message. I'm not pregnant. Yeah. And I said, thank you, God. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um,
0: that would turn you into a believer real quick. There's this... Uh, um, Funny
1: enough, she's married now, I believe.
0: Bro, the first girl I went to... I did, I got to third base with. Got married um, in December. Yeah. How was your Christmas, by the way? Yeah, it was very good. Busy? This very, is one of the better Christmases I've had in a while, actually.
1: Very, very good one. I mean, it was seeing old friends. Yeah. Me and my, my, my missus missus's friends of our own as well. Yeah. Introducing them. We went to a few parties, weddings. Um, I mean, I'm surprised you didn't go for, you weren't at Tunde's wedding.
0: Yeah, bro. There was so there was so much going on, man. Fatigue was killing me, oh, and I you heard. Miss, and, you missed out. Nah, I I I saw. I mean, it's. I mean, everybody saw what everybody was doing this Christmas, bro. Like Lagos is so small and so big at the same time because I'm actually like surprised that we didn't bump into each other at all. But like, I mean, I just I guess that's just Lagos, you know. But um, yeah. The the girl, the first ever girl I got to third base with when I was 16, so 11 years ago got married this christmas and she invited me to her wedding
1: do i know her
0: um i don't believe you do and she invited me to a wedding and like i'm i'm there and like i, I remember arriving uh to the reception and as i'm arriving to the reception at the reception i see her and her husband um taking pictures and i go and I'm like congratulations shake her hand shake his hand and i'm like damn like 11 years ago when we were 16 we were you know, fooling around and stuff, and now she's getting married, and it just, I couldn't wrap my head around it. It was just so surreal so to me, you know? C'est yeah, Celle as they say, you know?
1: Um, then there were some one or two concerts, one or two theater performances that I went to watch. Um, yeah. I saw Asha Care live. Um,
0: you didn't get stampede, uh, trampled on, did you? No, no. It was a safe uh, it concert?
1: Was, no, no, it was in... The fly time, first of all, the one that was done in Echo, Atlanta, um, Echo Hotel. Mm-hmm. I think that one was actually well organized. Yeah, they started on time and it finished early. Started on time. He finished. He left early. He didn't waste anybody's time. Did I he
0: speak about anything that happened in London? Or he? Just...
1: He had a moment of silence mm. for people that passed away.
0: That's so fucked up, man.
1: But you know, at the end of the day, it's not. He- Obviously, it's his performance. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's not. He- I wouldn't say it's his fault. No, it's not his fault. So it's the organizer. And I yeah. obviously believe that... He had no, had and a it's comp- also
0: the fucking people that tried to get in when they didn't have any fucking tickets. I mean, I know they may or may not have been swindled, but, bro, like, I, I, you don't I, have a ticket. Don't try and come in and look what you've done. I they find, should be charged, really.
1: I find it, like, I think part of it is that he had been facing a lot of heat based on his, you know, the PR surrounding his his concert performances in yeah. the UK prior to him coming back to Nigeria. He came late for what in Birmingham, from what I understand, and he was essentially booed off stage. Mm. Um, obviously, the Brixton, what happened in Brixton, Yeah. Uh, the O2 Academy in Brixton, and then obviously he had to be on his best behaviour for for flight time. Mm. First of all, and he did very well. Um, enough songs to make it entertaining. I had one cameo with um, uh, Tua. brought out to Your Savage when it came time to sing his song Loaded.
0: So do you? So you like ashaka
1: yeah, man, dude. I, I mean, the reason I've always said this, and I was saying this, with you, we were talking about this. How you love somebody's music is tied to context. Okay. For me, the context was that was the album that was being played when we were on training grounds.
0: hmm. the training grounds. Mm. Ground, okay, okay. Every so everybody's day, singing Nice," Yeah. Every other day we organize. Yeah. Et cetera. Yeah. So for me, that's actually very apt that you say that because music where you are when you listen to a certain song you know often if you like that song you're always going to remember that particular time so i'm sure when you're in your 40s and 50s anytime ashake comes on it's just going to take you back to when you were playing rugby league but me i never so i never Naira never hit me like it never i never caught that fire yeah. and then ashake also i never caught that wave as well i don't i don't have a single ashaker song on rotation like i mean i know the songs yeah. if an ashaker song uh comes on i will know it's ashaker but like i'm not going to play him in my car or i don't know
1: why, don't know why he's clicked because... <laughs> i get it
0: because you know what he told he, I, I heard i heard on uh on an interview and we should start talking about avatar and all yeah. the rest of the movie scene but like i heard on an on an interview that he did that he really likes Fuji music, uh-huh. which is what my dad and uncle that's used Yoruba, to listen to. That Yoruba style music. Yeah. That Yoruba with the drums and everything. Yeah. And obviously he's do, he's doing like a modern mm-hmm. version of that now. And with, obviously with other influences as well, but I think that's one of the core influences. So, so I Fuji think it's, it's striking a chord. Yeah, I think it's just striking a chord with the innate, you know, I don't want to say Yoruba in us, because not everybody that listens to Shaqai Yash- Yash- is real bad, no, but, but I mean, that there's, traditional there's, sound, you there's, know?
1: There's a sound that they have that everybody yeah. gravitates to. Yeah. Like, another big concert that happened was obviously The Cavemen. Yes. Now, they, I, I, I can't say I know their songs off by head or anything, but they evoke a sound that reminds a lot of people of high life. Mm-hmm. And I for some reason, and I still haven't figured out, probably because the music is actually fucking good, is... A lot of young women. Yeah. And I don't want to be a travelist <laughs> or anything, but go on. Your vibe, baby specifically. Yeah. Like heads over a heel over these guys. Mm hmm. Uh, but I just think that the music is good. So yeah. is it, it reminds something of a. I won't say it is modernizing, but it's paying homage to a sound of the past yeah
0: it's slightly nostalgic in a way
1: in a way that reminds us of a better nigeria I yes
0: a better okay all right cool a <laughs> better nigeria thing. that's a fucking oxymoron if i ever heard one but go on
1: uh but no no it's just yeah like i said uh there's context and then obviously there's stylings and stuff and i think Asha just kicked, as you said fuji music is just kicked on it's just kicked out. Anyway, before we start talking about musicians mm-hmm. and stuff, I mean, I think mm. we need to get to the subject of the pod. Let's th- go! This is, a, this is a tradition as old as time with the pod. We'll always digress, but let's get to the main part. So, the main movies we've watched recently, and I think we're going to have to bend the rules a little bit for the Nollywood section, mm-hmm. which is a because it's a television show, mm-hmm. and it is the show that everybody's talking about mm-hmm, right now, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is... Uh, far From Home but we'll start first with
0: The biggest movie of the year The biggest movie Of 2022 movie. actually
1: No, I'm not I'm being because of my my allegiances to Top Gun and Tom Cruise No,
0: but you you know I'm a Tom Cruise whore, right? But yeah. Avatar is you know I mean, it did overtake Top Gun I,
1: It did in 2023
0: No, it it came out in 2022
1: I know, it came out in 2022 It got to a billion in 2022 but it overtook Top Gun in 2023. So I'm counting that as a 2023 win rather than a <sighs> I'll let you have it. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I'm just joking. Um, Obviously. No,
0: on? I'll let you have that. That's valid.
1: James Cameron's, we're talking about James Cameron's follow-up to the 2009 film, which is the highest grossing film of all time, Avatar, Mm-hmm. with Avatar, The Way of Water.
0: I'm about to suck James Cameron's dick on this podcast, just letting you know, like, all right. <laughs> now, let, me just, let me just preface with my own head. I said this in a tweet. The other Wait, one. are we doing Avatar first or we doing Glass Onion? We're doing Avatar first? Let's do Avatar first. Okay, let's do Avatar first. All right, go on.
1: Let me just preface by this by saying the movie to me, personally, yeah. is equal parts beautiful and frustrating.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. No problem.
1: But do you want to go on into the film or what's about, who it stars?
0: Okay, so... Uh, I need to edit this out. One second. Avatar 2. The Way of the Water. Um, okay. So Avatar 2, directed by the GOAT, James Cameron, is uh, it follows on with, um, whatchamacallit, Sam Warrington's character, Jake Sully, who's l- living with his new family. His wife is played uh, by Zoe Saldana. And like they're chilling in Pandora. And basically some more... Uh, the, the the I guess the U.S. Army slash...
1: The RDA, the Resource Defense... The yeah. Resource, RDA, that that resource agency or whatever that are trying yeah. to extract the resources from Pandora yeah. come in like a few years after the event. And yeah, like, and like, like they're
0: terrorizing them and then eventually Jake and... And there's a bounty on Jake's head and he realizes that, you know what, I need to leave this particular area and I need to go... Across the planet of Pandora, and and you know, sort of settled down in another place, and uh, they meet this other new tribe uh, who are more water based, water based, and uh, I don't he's no, like,
1: this is giving me some last airbender pee, man.
0: He's trying, yeah, and he's trying to you know live with them, and obviously you know he gets found out and blah 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 blah, you know, you know, and then the movie starts, I guess, but um, I think. I saw this in the cinema in 3D. I think, first of all, I think I know James Cameron is trying to make all these advances with 3D and everything. But no matter how good 3D gets, right? Even if you can literally have a, a, a character come out of the screen and sit right next to me, I don't want to watch a 3D movie. I like 2D movies. I give me a big screen, yeah. I'm cool with that. But yeah, um, I think this movie is better than. The first. first one, I yeah, think the without stakes a shadow are. Of sorry, without th- a shadow of the story is better. I think the stakes are higher, and obviously, what they've done with motion capture and you know visual effects is just amazing. Um, I was talking to my friend Shola, who I worked, uh, who I work a lot with, in film, and I was saying, I don't think Scorsese or Wes Anderson or David Fincher you know martin mcdonough talented and as creative as they are i don't think they can do what james cameron does nor do i even think they want to because i don't know how bro like having to make two billion dollars just to break even having to spend 10 years you know making one film Mm -hmm. i think that's just crazy i would i would want to do that like as i'm watching avatar i just can't help think as a filmmaker like Bloody hell, how long did this take?
1: I think he's being hyperbolic about that two billion thing.
0: Yeah, probably. I don't think he actually needs I to mean, make
1: two billion. Because part there. of it is that, from what I understand, is that um, he filmed parts, most of three along with two, yes. and parts of four to prevent the kids from aging out. Yes. So I'm assuming he's saying that the movies need to make, the next two or three need to gross in mm-hmm. two billion. And the fact that it's almost there,
0: yeah. I mean, that is.
1: <laughs> I think as of time of recording, this thing is it's around like one point seven right now. They
0: are only. Season. They are only. <laughs> they are literally only maybe two to f- four. Maybe I think maybe two to four filmmakers that you can like yo, you can put, you can you. They will take it. They will take on the mantle of. Uh, They'll take on the pressure of having to make a billion-dollar film. Like, who really can do that? And even the other, maybe mm. Christopher Nolan and James Cameron, and then
1: I don't know. Oh no, actually, you know.
0: and, and then maybe Kevin Feige, but he's not even the director. He's a you know producer. Like that—that's crazy to me. Like I never. As successful as I want to be as a filmmaker, I never want to have to make a movie that needs to make a billion dollars in the uh, in the box office I'd be happy with 500 if I had made a movie that made 500 million 400 million 300 million in the box office, depending on what the budget was, I'd be over the moon. but for one movie, I need to make billions or the bu- or the budget is 250 300 500 million dollars:
1: could be worse could that be, you could be Dwayne Johnson right now?
0: I s yeah, yeah, it could be. Uh, <laughs> it could be Dwayne fuck, I mean? fuck Dwayne Johnson, bro. I'm so happy that we're even gonna talk about Glass Onion because we talk about Dave Bautista. but anyways. We'll get to that point. Avatar. Yeah. Uh I yeah, I loved it. I thought it's three hours long and the first hour and a half I felt it was cool, you know. I not- I could notice the runtime in the first half of the film. But when when the film started going, oh my god, like I loved it. I had such a great time watching it, and I usually complain about Nigerian audiences in the cinema and how, you know, distracting oh, no, they I'll, can be. In this <laughs> okay, <laughs> and how distracting they can be. On one occasion, I did have to tell off a little boy for talking, um, but other than that, there was talking in the cinema, but it was it in they were communicating with the with the movie. I think I think that's just how Nigerians are with films. Uh and I have to just accept that. But like the the crowd I watched it with, they loved the movie. There were so many oohs and ahs and oh my god and huh ah, ooh. Like they were really, really clued into the film. In fact, like we I wanna go see the movie in January. I went to film one first. Yeah. Sold out. I was like, bro, this movie came out. What, four weeks ago?
1: Maybe the first two, three weeks, of it, was, it, was, it was sold out. So
0: I was thinking, like, oh, my gosh. Like, wow, this, like, people are really coming out to, 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 to see Avatar, which, you know, made me really happy. And so we had to go to Ebony Live. Good cinema. Go, really good cinema, amazing seats. Um, really comfortable seats. In fact, I, I'm even happy we went to Ebony Live because I don't know how I'd have sat down in film one on those shitty-ass chairs for three hours. So... I, I love them, mate. Um, I'm sure if I watch it again, there will be certain things I will pick up on that aren't as, you know... I that... don't
1: know if I can watch it again.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I can watch it again either. I mean, I love it, but I mean, that first hour and a half is a long hour and a half. But the second hour and a half, it went so, 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 so quickly. I think they could have shaved off at least... 20 25 minutes
1: and, uh, i think a good 14 minutes needed to be
0: shaved off fair enough but um yeah that's that's the only the only criticism i have to say it's not really a criticism but you know the the little the little white kid that looks that kind of like looks like tarzan
1: spike spike yeah oh, spider Sorry. Spider. yeah yeah, yeah. Wait, he, he i can't even remember who the actor is but he annoyed the fuck out of me
0: okay wait wait so you know he's when the helmet thing yeah um how's that thing not broken no it's not even that how is he sleeping in that bro He's because he's got to wear that all the time. It's not like when he goes to bed, he can take it off. Anyways, other than that, I ain't got no problems with it. I think James Cameron, (laughs) he's made three movies that have been the highest grossing movie of all. He made Avatar, Titanic, and this new Avatar movie that made over a billion dollars, bro. Like, that is not. Say what you want to say about him, but. (laughs) Bro, like, he made Titanic and Avatar, and he made another Avatar that's made. Another billion dollars, bro. And people were I remember before this avatar came out, mm. people were unsure about seeing like why uh, people people unsure about a new avatar movie, like why he's making another avatar. The first wasn't wasn't that great, the complaining, 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 then he dropped it, it's now on one point seven billion. Bro, say what you want. Like he's that he he's that guy, bro. And then he made aliens as well. Oh come on, Terminator like two. Terminator te- one, bro. Terminator Come on, bro. Like, yo, Gabe, he's one of the greatest directors of all time. Like, he, okay, he might not be as st- deep and stylish as you know, like a Kubrick or, or Scorsese, but bro, he's a box office king. Like, he can chat to Spielberg. Like, I'm pretty sure he's probably he's probably the highest grossing director of all time. Maybe. Yeah, at this point. Like, like Steven Spielberg is actually. I think James Cameron is not a better filmmaker than Spielberg, but in terms of
1: box office. Spielberg has had, over the last couple of years, he's had a couple of bombs: West Side Story.
0: Yeah, uh, bro. um, James Cameron is that guy, bro, Terminator, Avatar, Aliens, and Titanic.
1: Okay, fine. let let me let me get anyways i'm done bro mic drop mic drop in this bitch bro let's go let me get into it jamie cameron what do i like about it i do like i do like that um he's taking attention to detail to build on this world of pandora it's just not a nondescript sci-fi place it seems like it has its place it has its rules it has its culture and obviously it's kind of obviously based on things i believe that the water people or whatever they're called it's obviously based on some Samoan heritage or Maori or islander nation thing, and it kind of reminded me of some elements of Moana and some other things like that. Um, I like that. And then obviously, a lot of the scenes that are shot in water, because when you first start watching the movie and it's, it starts in the more familiar territory, and you got to remember, I watched the first movie a couple of days before I watched the second one to remind myself what happened the location kind of looked the same it didn't really look like there was a massive improvement in visuals but the real visuals of the movie come to life once they move to the new location and man just those scenes underwater it's mesmerizing you cannot like words are not enough to say that you need to experience this in imax and 3d now the only thing i can talk about without even i cannot even throw a single data is the technical the technicality the technical aspect of the movie it's just one of the nicest looking movies i have seen in a very long time and you've got to consider the context in which this has been released against you have a lot of marvel movies with with declining cgi you have a lot of these dc movies with declining C- wishy-washy level of cgi I mean so I mean they nice. made this how many
2: years did they spent making this movie the attention to detail is 13 second to none years, it's Yeah 13 years since
1: the last one in
2: 13 it's years so. bro like attention to detail you can you can't miss
1: you can't mess with this so I'm just saying that it's amazing how much it went in terms of location the culture the characters the the world itself Now the world itself is amazing I just think the story told within that world could be told a little bit better and now the issue i have is things like okay the villain of the movie uh the general um, or colonel Quetch or whatever his name is that's played by stephen lang why is he back they kind of just cheaply write back quarritich or quidditch uh, let's just call him quidditch um he's back my guy, if you see how he died in the last movie, it was like, yeah, there's no way this character. Yeah, that kind
0: of confused me. I, I unfortunately I didn't watch the first Avatar prior to seeing but they, um, they, this they, one. They, Even though like, like, I kind of remember what happened, but yeah. they
1: gave some hokey explanation that before he went to the mission, he sold his memories, so it's not exactly him. It's just the character is just an avatar that has his memories. That's what they're trying to say. So that's one thing. He was an intimidating villain. He, he took, the, he controlled the screen, but I just felt like you had Edie Falco there.
0: Yo. Yo, shout out to Edie Falco, Sopranos. I love seeing her there. Do you know? Have you heard the story that she, the what she recently said about Avatar? What? She, because they shot it so many years ago. Yeah. She thought it had come out and it bombed. Mm. She didn't realize that it just recently came out yeah but anyways shout out to Edie falco i I love her carmela soprano
1: (laughs) i just felt like they should have made her the villain for this one uh
0: i think she's gonna have a more prominent role in the third avatar yeah
1: like using um stephen lang and i guess they brought him back because he was a fan favorite everybody loved him at some point i think they even lobbied him to be um um God damn! I forgot the name of the guy in the Deadpool movie. Anyway, let's not fo- let me not digress. So there's that. Um, you know what? She didn't get as much screen time, or the focus of the story wasn't on her. But Zoe Saldana, damn, she was good in that thing. Although she was crazy. wait, Josh Berlin
2: You they wanted Josh Berlin in the Josh movie? Berlin, yeah. yeah, Zoe Saldana. Ah, uh, probably the highest body count.
1: She had the highest body count. Man. Easily, bro. She, she was, was fucking shit up, man. She was just fucking shit up. If she's not crying, she's <laughs> fucking something up. Don't say that, bro. <laughs> no, but for every other shot, she was crying. Don't was say that. The joke. She's crying her she was out. whining,
2: she was crying, and she was being angry. <laughs> and all fucking time. <laughs> oh, and my God. Jake
1: Solly. Jake Solly was... Are you
2: saying James Cameron hates black women?
1: She she didn't have as much of a prominent role, but uh, she, her presence was still felt there. I like how they handled Jake Solly. They could have made him the same from the last movie, him trying to be the the, the the person trying to learn the culture. But at this point, he's already learned the culture. He's a chief at this point, uh, you know, he's now trying to be a good father to three biological kids and two adopted kids. Yeah, Which is weird because one of them is the child of great Dr. Grace. Which is a mystery for I'm saving. I'm sure they're saving for the other movies. Yeah, as in, how did she have a baby? A baby even yeah, she was basically dead. Yeah.
2: Also, um, I, I now realize what my, the only, not the, well, the major pet peeve I had with the film, and I don't want to, I know that was not the intention, yeah. but it didn't sit well with me that. And I know race. There's no such thing as race in Avatar, but Jake Sully is the white savior, like the he's like the Lawrence of Arabia of Avatar, and that just didn't. That kind of annoyed me a I bit. I the- I can I could remove I could remove that and block it out from my mind. But I was like, this white guy has come and he's now like the guy, like he's the resistance leader, and I know they're not. It's the, they're aliens, but. You know what I mean, right? I see what you mean. The whole white savior I, I thing. Think,
1: I don't even think that's the biggest issue I have with the that thing. That was my
2: issue, but I I could
1: remove that. I, but I, yeah, part well. of it is I understand James Cameron's reasoning for doing something like this. But I feel like after sitting down, deepening and thinking about it, I feel like the factions in this movie is a bit too black and white for me. I would like. What, a what factions? The human faction and the N'eteri. Mm-hmm. Obviously, humans are bad. They want to take our resources. No, but do you, know,
2: do you know the thing—the family dynamic—at the end, actually, at, that's one of the that was one of the most hard-hitting things about the film. Without even uh, without spoiling it, the because obviously there's uh, Richard, yeah, and his sort of kind of son, yeah, and also Jake and his family and his family and how the four how that whole. Th- Uh, dimension plays out especially at the end I thought that was very very interesting Um, and it was it, it had more layers than the rest of the human versus Navi people
1: yeah but then again at the heart of the movie was the theme of family yes and I think when the film focused on the family that's when the film's story was at its strongest yes but for me for the wider story I just kind of Maybe it's just me nitpicking at this point, but there must be a reason why James Cameron is doing it the way he's doing it, Mm -hmm. where they feel like, oh, all Nataria are good and, you know, humans are all bad because they want to take their resources from that. Mm
2: -hmm. And also, um, when I first started watching the film, so usually when I'm watching the film where it's human beings versus other people, I'm always on the human being side, like, you know, the show Westworld. obviously the human beings in the show they're like really repugnant people and you're and you're meant to root for the robots or the androids yeah yeah. whatever but i'm you i'm usually rooting for the human beings because i'm like i'm a human being so i don't want these niggas to to take over the world but but in avatar i
1: i can see but then again part of it is that at the end of the day this guy's not trying to. This guy's not trying to be fucking Shakespeare. This guy's trying to make a fucking good movie. Yeah, I know, I know. At the end of the day, no, I know. He, he and he did
2: it because in by the, there's this particular scene with the whale. Yeah. You know what happens? And yeah. Yeah, 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 bro, that got me fucked up. Then I was like, yo, we are bad, bro. We are selfish, like. But then I don't know. Do you think the human beings on Earth would care that we were killing, um, the Navi people? If, if like we if someone like brought like video footage and sent it back to earth do you think earth would be like you know what S- stop what we're doing everybody come back to earth if we're gonna die we're gonna die we fucked up we caused climate change yeah, let die at the end of
1: the day the humans are doing what they're doing because they're trying to save their planet yeah they're trying to save it from overpopulation but from what i understand they've changed the motivation but they haven't really explained why it's been changed they've just said Earth is on, on ground right? we're trying to colonize an area mm-hmm. planet for ourselves, but these people aren't going to allow it, so we're going to have to, you know.
2: Yeah, I think that's kind of mad from the Earthlings, though. I
1: know, I know, I know. I mean, I get it,
2: but like, bro, that as in you're literally <laughs> colonizing another planet full that's, of that's people.
1: how we, in the, James Cameron is able to tell them, yeah, humans are bad at this point. Yeah. So I think my thing is, is that. It's a bit too it's a bit too black and white and maybe nowadays because i'm watching so many man animes and stuff like that i do the handle these faction things a lot better that it's a little bit more black and white yeah that it's there's shades of race to this thing yeah one side is overtly correct on the other side is overtly correct like i said it's a good movie yeah equal parts beautiful equal parts frustrating. frustrating yeah because of its lengthy time I yeah the film is at its weakest when it focuses on the whole teenage drama of the kids. And I'm like, I don't really give a, f- I really don't give a fuck about it Fair enough. Like that.
2: But you know, I I, uh, I will say that ultimately, with with f- with every film, the, what's the most important is the story, yeah. and I think James Cameron has managed to tell a decent enough story. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I'm also looking at it from a filmmaker's point of view. He's doing so. Not only is he... Okay, so he has to make sure he gets his story right, but then he now also has to make sure that all the other technical problems are also right as well. So he's literally doing with so much. I mean, nobody asked him to do it. He, He decided to do it by himself.
0: But because of how much he's taking, I didn't think it was going to be the Godfather. But I'm happy that he did almost everything to a good enough level. And I mean there's no surprise the The film has not not that there's no surprise but the film has made almost 2 billion dollars so hats off to him
1: the movie has made 2 billion dollars or not I think my thing is and this is something that even goes back to far back as the first movie it's not it's not that the movies are bad they're technically on a technical level these are really really well made movies I just don't think culturally speaking that it's it's left a bigger impact because yeah maybe there was some merchandise and stuff like that but do, who, who goes around on the street? Can you even name a quote from the Avatar, any of the Avatar movies? Um. How ingrained. That's the only thing. Oh, come on. Come on. Hannibal Lecter was doing that thing. With, <laughs> uh, with that. No, he would,
2: Clarice.
1: Well, something like that. And he's it's not, it's not the first person. They're not the first set of people to do that. But what I'm trying to say is that yes, it is one of the highest grossing movies. But sometimes I think, how, how ingrained is it into our culture? The mm. same way we talk about Terminator. Mm. The same way we talk about
2: Titanic. Titanic the aliens, same way
1: we talk about aliens. Or the same way we talk about something like uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. those movies didn't make nearly as much money as that. Yes. But we're not thinking about... The, we're not, that movie is not in our memories. That
2: is very, that's a very interesting point. Um, do you think if uh, we made a if there was a comprehensive list of I mean there are thousands of these lists of the hundreds of movies of all time I reckon Avatar has to be in the, movie, in the list yeah but I don't think it would be lower down I don't think it would, be lower. it would be lower down but I don't know I mean you're right when you say that but if Avatar made 2 billion dollars and Avatar two makes two billion dollars. Yeah. And Avatar three makes two billion dollars.
1: After. A then. While, after a while, we'll have to see what comes of this. Why
2: movie. then? Why? Why? Why is that happening? Why are we all going to see this film? That people because people said the first one was all right, and then thirteen I years see, later,
1: a lot of people have spoken to have said the second one is all right. It's so all right as well, but then like there's no
2: reason to think that. There's no reason, based on how the second one has done, that the third one isn't going to make over a billion dollars. I don't but know if you make two billion dollars, but...
1: I believe the third and fourth, he has said, is going to be... Like, this is just the starting, so the real crazy shit is apparently going to happen from three and four. We'll see. We'll see.
2: We'll see, but um, yeah, I thought it was a decent film. No, like I said, I recommend equally it. beautiful,
1: frustrating... Yeah but something you need to experience yeah for sure you can't can't watch it
2: on your laptop if you you don't watch it in the cinema then don't watch it at all like this is a cinema film it's made for the big screen yeah preferably imax yeah Yeah.
1: all right uh before we move to the next one which is last onions i was thinking about the whole year last year before what were your favorite movies? If you could name top five movies from 2022. What would that I, as in
2: movies that I saw in 2022 or movies that came out in 2022?
1: Let's do movies that came out in 2022.
2: That's amazing that you asked that question because I think 2022 was a horrific yeah. year for cinema. Like it was, it was so average. I was literally, when I was in the bathroom um just now I was just outside the toilet just looking at the movies that i've seen in 2022 and honestly like there hasn't been a single film that came out last year that i love i think the best move and i say the best in quotation marks actually no the best movie that i see- seen in 2022 was top gun all the other movies were just about okay um what else came out in 2022 the batman it was all right uh the northern man the Northman. it was okay Doctor Strange, Average, Hustle with Adam Sandler.
1: Don't get me started on Marvel
2: this year. Hustle with Adam Sandler, it was all right. The Gray Man, that was pretty cool, but another whatever, not whatever movie, but it was cool, but nothing really to write home about. Prey, which is part of the Predator franchise, that was very interesting, I kinda liked that. Nope, from uh, Jordan Peele, very underwhelming to me. I remember we spoke about that on the podcast as well. You and Aliba spoke about that. I don't know. Did you find it underwhelming?
1: I found it good. But I don't think it's... Like I've said, I don't think Jordan Peele has...
2: He didn't... He didn't...
1: He hasn't surpassed
2: surpassed Get Out. He didn't... It wasn't even as... It wasn't... It was nearly no... It was nowhere near as good as uh, Get Out. Um, Smile, which was a a horror movie that came out, uh, I think, in... I'm not sure when it came out. September, I believe. It was okay.
1: If I had to pick five movies... I'm gonna be generous to Nollywood and give one of my spots to Nollywood. Go on. It has to be Brotherhood.
2: Yeah.
1: Or oh, either that or Ileo. Okay. I'll just say if in the first spot is okay. shared between Ilewu. Are you and doing the
2: top five or just five random ones?
1: Let's just say five random ones. All right, right go really on. Enjoyed.
2: So yeah, so I didn't have any five movies that I that I I guess Top Gun was probably the best thing top Gun I saw. was
1: probably the yeah, probably without hands down, hands down the yeah. best movie of the year. For it's, movie, yeah, it's not even I, close. Then, I guess. But I you know what's say. crazy?
2: You probably won't even win Best Picture.
1: I don't even think it'll get nominated. Yeah,
2: but me. I think I don't as a, story but wise, it, okay, not it's not, you know, it doesn't need to it's be. not Shawshank, but but spectacle cinema is number one. I
1: like like and to be fair, I think it's done something a lot of these soft reboots slash soft sequels haven't done well. hmm And that was, you know, introducing a new set of characters. Whilst treating the legacy character with respect, yes, you watch Star. You watch the most recent Star Wars trilogy. You see how they they throw dirt on Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, and unfortunately Princess Leia. But that's because the actress passed away.
2: I actually like the Star Wars trilogy that came out. I don't but like it. That's Especially fine. But your but then but then, okay, wait. You grew up on the original three. You grew up on four, five, and six.
1: Uh, well, the ones that came out in cinema when I was a kid were one, two, and three. So you I watched one? Did you watch one, two, and three first? No, I watched four, five, and six first.
2: Okay, I watched one. I watched one, two, and three first.
1: No, but I I like one, two, and three. Okay, well, maybe I don't like I don't like two specifically, but I like what they did with three specifically. Okay,
2: I'm not cra- I'm not like a deep Star Wars fan, even though I've seen all the Star no, Wars but, films and, I just feel like. and a lot of the canon stuff. But I don't I just, know. I like the. I just I like know. the other three. Anyway, so uh, Top Gun, Top Gun. Uh, Illya Wall, Shoutout Diary. Um,
1: I'll say Brotherhood because yeah, it tried something different. It was an action movie. Try something different. Mm-hmm. I don't think by no means is it perfect, but as uh, like I said,
2: the attempt was the, was made. The an attempt, attempt was made. Yes.
1: Um, I actually can respect Files as an actor now, not as a. Jokes spouting machine or whatever mm-hmm. you know, with that stupid voice that he does. What
2: was the name of that movie that we saw, Chief Daddy Two?
1: Oh, that nah, fuck that.
2: No, okay. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> nah. Top Gun, Brotherhood, Illegal War. Anyone else? Anything else coming to mind? The Batman, actually. Batman. Yeah, I wasn't mad about the Batman.
1: The Batman. Well, I, I I can see why some people may not like it, but why I like it is it feels like its own thing. Yeah. It's a very very different take. It's not yeah maybe there's some elements that will remind people of the nolan take or the i
2: think it was its own thing i think they they stayed away from well, nolan mm-hmm. even though nolan's i don't know everything else seems a bit redundant now anyway, after man, nolan. Anyway,
1: as long as james Gunn doesn't get rid of it i'm, I'm yeah happy to see more of that world that particular interpretation of batman um there's that everything everywhere all at once i I, I
2: hated that. I, well i didn't like i didn't care for it the woman king i thought was um, brilliant what did was you it? ever see did you ever end up seeing that
1: yeah yeah um i had to go see it with my girlfriend and i watched it with my dad I, surprisingly my dad actually
2: of course i'm sure your dad would have loved it
1: yeah i enjoyed it i'm, I'm sure, sure he, would he, it. he would have loved it i thought he would have hated it but um <sighs> no
2: nah, i thought but i thought no, no, it was a good movie i yeah. thought the woman the woman king is probably my number two favorite movie of
1: 2022 actually, you know what? remove i will remove every you know what, I'll remove everything everywhere all at once because I've only seen it once this year. Mm-hmm. Every other movie I've seen at least twice. Okay. So I'll say that, you know what, Woman King is up there. Um, mm-hmm. It's not going to change the world. It's not going to wow you the same way something like a gladiator did. But mm-hmm. it was entertaining in its own right. And forget this dodgy history surrounding the Dahomey tribe or whatever, but um it just told a story of its own, did well, had a solid crust.
2: I'm a, I'm I'm very upset that it
0: didn't kill at the box office. I'm pretty sure it lost money at the box office. No, actually, I
1: think it made money. No, it didn't. It had didn't. a budget of 15 million.
0: Yeah, I checked this thing the other day. Let me see. It didn't do that well. I
1: think it was a slow burn success. Word of mouth eventually got people to it.
0: Um, it it cost 15 million to make box office. It took home 94, and box office. Is half you take half of the movie, half of that box office is going yeah. to the cinema, half of it is going to the studio, so it I didn't make it as And I know DVD apparently, uh, who was it? Was it Matt Damon that was talking about this? So apparently, like you could make these sorts of movies a lot more in the 90s/slash early 2000s because box office would come and then DVDs yes. would now come and you could make a killing on DVDs, but. With all these streaming services now... They're not paying for... They're not, they're not really, you know, paying...
1: Speaking of streaming... Yeah. Let's go on to the second thing. Okay,
0: Glass Onion. I have so much to say about this film.
1: First off, I need to ask, what do you think about Knives Out? I
0: love Knives Out. I thought Knives Out was really good. Um, very uh, very well written. I like Ryan Johnson. I like... what he, I know. I'm not sure... If you liked Rogue One, but I really liked Rogue One. He didn't do Rogue One.
1: He did? No, he didn't. Are you sure? He did The Last Jedi. He's the sole reason the sequel trilogy is fucked up. Okay, okay, okay. Are you sure he didn't do Rogue One? No, he did not do Rogue One.
0: Okay,
1: are you? I'm very sure he did. Rogue. He did The Last Last Jedi. He single-handedly the reason why was went to shit.
0: Wait, so I'm checking who did Rogue One. I've said this once and I'll say it again. Okay, he didn't. You're right. Okay. brian
1: johnson is a good director yeah just do not give him a star wars movie okay do not give him established material to work with
0: no nope. but he wrote he wrote knives out wrote, uh, no no i've seen yes 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 original yes. things he, to work yes on. yes
1: looper he did looper as well looper was
0: fantastic bruce willis Johnson amazing film uh and okay so yeah knives out i loved it great characters um uh daniel craig was amazing in the film uh chris i love seeing chris evans take on that villain role i thought that was really really good acting from him i mean it's pretty obvious that yeah. chris evans is a bit of a dick but yeah i mean you should have seen there's why i can't spoil knives out bro like it's been years bro come on i'm not gonna spoil glass onion but um yeah i, th- I thought glass knives uh, out was really good it cost 45 million uh to make and it took home about 300 and something million and Netflix, in the box office.
1: Netflix came in and bought the rights to. Bro,
0: you know how much they paid?
1: Like 436. Guy,
0: they gave Ryan Johnson 100 million. They, they gave Daniel Craig 100 million. Eh? <laughs> they gave Ryan Johnson 100 million dollars. As in, take, that's mm. for you. Yeah. Take it, go on holiday. Yeah. Then Daniel Craig, they now gave him another 100 million dollars. I in, that's for you, take, go and enjoy yourself. Then they now gave the producer of Knives Out. Another hundred million dollars, as in take and so that make that movie.
1: Like so
0: that's just three hundred million as We dash you. Then they now give them another hundred and fifty million to make Glass Onion.
1: And a couple of others.
0: Yeah, and some other. I'm I'm sure the one hundred and fifty million will be split between I guess two films.
1: They say they're gonna do th- two or three. Yes,
0: and I thought so. I was actually quite angry that um it went to streaming, it went to streaming because I'm like this is a. It did so well, not that it's a cinema film, but it did so well in the cinema. Like, surely, like, you know, you... This is... You're a filmmaker. Like, you should have your films in the cinema, right? I mean, that's what I'm thinking. But then, if someone is going to give me a $100 million, then I guess... um, Fuck it. Like, who am I to say no to that? Um, And according to Netflix, it's the third uh, most watched uh, Netflix film of all time so nice. a good hour away. i mean yeah Great. sure I, okay fair, fair play to netflix fair play to ryan johnson and co so
1: obviously we'll just go into it glass onion follows um popular well world famous detective benoit blanc southern detective benoit blanc played by expertly played by daniel craig although some people believe that the accent's a bit annoying and it follows... He's invited to this mysterious island by... Uh, His
0: accent is amazing because if you didn't speak in that accent, you just keep thinking
1: that's James Bond. But I actually kind of forget like, that he's James Bond. It's at first. And then once you get into the movie, it just becomes natural. But um, what does the movie follow? So it's set in a Greek island. It follows the tale of this billionaire, tech billionaire called Miles Braun, who every year invites... His closest friends to a party or like one of his many islands or places for like a party or a mystery themed party. And this time he has a he's creating a mystery focused on you know who's going to perform his murder, who's going to try and murder him. So you have different people who he calls disruptors that are coming to the island. You have Dave Bautista playing. You have a lot of characters um i just, sorry i'm just it's been a. am lo- just trying to remember all the names so i don't get anything miles braun played
0: by um miles ed norton Ednaulting. you have Ednaulting. general monet you have kate hudson um Jessica you have Henwick. dave batista
1: catherine Hahn, uh you have um ozley uh, leslie jr udom leslie jr as well um yeah
0: big star the cast
1: it's a bit it's a star-studded cast but you know what i like it's very and then obviously you have some cameos but i'm not for the sake of not spoiling the movie i'm not going to tell you who the cameos are but they're funny when you see it mm-hmm. and i can think, i say one of them let's just say serena william is one of them oh
0: i was going to say ethan hawke i loved
1: ethan hawke's um, appearance it was just like a blink and you missed it too. I didn't even realize it was him until somebody said it.
0: No, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh my God, Ethan Hawke is in this movie. But then he's just there for a bit and then he goes. And I really, that's probably my favorite part of the entire film. But, and that actually kind of says a lot about the film. Uh, or at least about how I feel about the movie. Okay, before we start, did you like it?
1: Yeah, I did. I did. Okay, I, I didn't. It's better. I, what, you didn't? I did not like it. I don't think it's better than Knives Out. Nowhere close. Like, Nowhere close. You know, for a while I was thinking it's just a little. No, no, no. When no. I watched *Knives Out* again, no. I was like, okay, *Knives Out* is the most superior movie. And yeah. *Knives Out*, despite having moments of levity, was a was a more serious affair. Yeah. And I think it was a better it was a better homage
0: to, to the *Who Done genre.
1: To the *Who genre, you know. Uh, you know, I, I I wonder if Daniel Craig is on his character Benoit Blanc is on the way of being mentioned in that same plane as your Sherlock Holmes, your Hercule Poirot, um, Colombo. Which other iconic detective do we know from media? Inspector
0: Clouseau? Yeah. Um, the nigger from Death on the Nile and. Uh, Hercule po- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Scream is a whodunit film.
1: No, but that's a, that's a. That's a that's a satire.
0: Movie. I sub- yeah yeah I get it.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I there's a lot of elements I like about it, but there are too many coincidences for a lot of things to happen in that movie. Yeah. That to me, it doesn't make sense. And the way that they try to write it off is that they're just dumb. Yeah. And I don't think I kind of like that. It's like, are you trying to go for a spoof of the detective, the crime who done it, mm. or are you trying to make a very good one? So yeah. I'm sure that the movie is struggling to struggle with the line yeah. between whether this is being a parody or whether this is being like its own take on it.
0: My, so in Knives Out, yeah, the story is centered about, is centered on a family. Yes. And and a a dysfunctional family. So when I'm watching the film, even though the family, the characters within that family are sort of unlikable, it's through the guise of a dysfunctional family. So I I can understand that. I know what. Not that I have a dysfunctional. I mean, I guess every family is dysfunctional. But like, I kind of I I could understand that. And then the what's the name of the of the um the main babe that. in this movie? No, 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 no. The main baby in, the in, one, Anna in Knives Out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm uh Anna de Is she in the James Bond movie? Is that yes. her? Oh, okay, yeah. Chris, Craig picked her up because she's, of she's so different. Because of Knives Out? Yeah. Yeah. So Anna De character is so likable and Daniel Craig's character is also so likable that I don't even mind the dysfunctional characters in that family. In fact in fact I kinda I'm intrigued by all of them. But in Glass Onion, I thought they were all pretentious and they just were all unlikable. I couldn't like anyone, even Janelle Monet's character. Not that I didn't like her character, and even that whole story of her character is a bit over the top for me. But I was like, whatever. There were too
1: many. There were too many plot holes. Yeah, I just I didn't
0: was I wasn't looking at the story. I was looking at the characters like.
1: I, think I just didn't I like any. I just didn't like anyone I except for Daniel good, Craig. I think it's an enjoyable movie. I just don't think it's as. Tighty. I suppose.
0: <laughs> I just think ugh, they would. It's I think Ryan Johnson tighty. was doing too much. They gave him all this money, and, they like, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do the most with this." And sure, show your, show off your writing skills. Show off all these little. Um, do all the homages that you want to do. Show, give us all the Easter eggs you want to give us. You know, all these little nuggets of. Uh, pop culture trivia information. It's all night it's cool to insert them in, in the movie, what but
1: what do you think about the performances themselves? I mean, they're good. They're, they're good, good performances.
0: performances. I just don't. I don't know. You I don't just think disp-
1: that there's some flaws in one or two of them, but I don't think it's down to the actors themselves. I think it's down to the writing. Of the
0: so obviously, without trying to spoil it too much. Okay, I won't, I won't. Okay, so when when the movie starts going, when the real mystery starts, it's uh, too long to get there. Not even that. When the real mystery unf- starts, uh, on starts on, on 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 unveiling itself, mm-hmm. I knew, I knew, I knew who who did it immediately. it it it, it was so obvious. Like, of uh, it, it's this. It, it was bro. It was so obvious. It was so obvious. Like. We can bleep. I don't. I won't even say because bleeping it now is gonna take ages. But like, I just when the room mystery started, I was like, okay, well, clearly, like, it was X
1: that did it. But I think my problem is...
0: But, but in Knives Out, I didn't know who did it until... You
1: wouldn't know who did it until the very end. Like 20 minutes before... Even if you think you realize who it is. Yeah,
0: yeah. There was still room for... There was
1: still room for like, hmm, yeah. this is how, what happened. But so. with Glass Onion, I'm like, all right, clearly you what this guy. What made Glass Onion a bit, Knives Out, a little bit better is that Benoit Blanc wasn't front and center of the movie. As opposed to this one. I think Benoit Blanc was the character observing from a distance in the first one and then coming in and seeing what he's doing. He's too front and center in this one. And then, um, man, there's just too many dumb coincidences. And I said that this character should be a lot smarter. And I get it. There's a throwaway line that this is all dumb. But I don't I don't think the fact that they're dumb should hide the fact the many flaws of this movie. That being said, I still think it's a good, it's a good watch. It's still worth entertaining. It's still you can still get some solid performances. <laughs> I'm sorry we can't really delve into it because I think yeah the the, the, the how the mileage you get out of this movie is how little you know going into it.
0: Yeah, and um, I don't know what was I what was I going to say about the film? Yeah, it's very similar to.
1: It takes a lot of elements to the, from the first one, yeah. no, uh, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't, it's not as refined.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's in a way kind of similar to what we've seen about Avatar, like what is not that amazing, but it's now Netflix's, it's not the third most seen movie I on Netflix.
1: a lot of people, the, the memorable thing a lot of people, are. and that's Daniel Craig's character. Yeah. Daniel Black, everybody keeps talking about the character. Yeah. We were talking about the character style, the fact that we got a little bit of a glimpse of his personal life in this one. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I should read it, but then again, it's already in the headlines already. What the character is gay? You
0: know? Is he? Yeah. Okay, cause is is it because he's living with Hugh Grant? Yeah. No, is he it is Hugh Grant? Yeah. Yes. But I don't. I didn't know. I didn't know that was a. I thought that was a Sherlock Holmes and Watson thing. I didn't know that was no, a no, gay no, thing. Mm, interesting, that's cool um, yeah, it was nice seeing Hugh Grant in the like movie
1: things. I think everybody liked the character they liked the idea of uh, yeah. Benoit Blanc. Um I think it's a bit ridiculous to say that this character is just as iconic as Daniel Craig's turn as Bond, I just think Daniel Craig's Bond is, is what made him yes, Benoit Blanc is also a very good character, yes Daniel Craig can be a very good character actor and it's good to see him have fun with the role again because let's be honest, during the latter stages of his ten years' bond, he wasn't really having fun with it, and you could tell in the way of his, you could tell in his performance, he wasn't really having fun. Whereas you have fun like this, and a lot of the other guys were having fun. Like just take a look, for example, um, Dave Bautista.
0: Bro, we need to talk about Dave Bautista. That's yeah. why I want to thank you for bringing that up, bro. Whose career would you rather have, legit?
1: Dave, Dave Bautista's. Yeah. Easily.
0: Yeah. The, yeah, he should I'm, be proud of himself, man. No, he's I, probably, I, I, I think he's the most, suc- so when, say, when, say, when so I say successful, he is, you know what I mean by when I say successful?
1: You know, so he's the best wrestler turned actor as yeah, at the moment. Yeah. So there's a trail of them now. We have The Rock, yeah. who's the most successful because of all the money he's drawn in from box office. Hmm. Uh, you have Dave Bautista, the guy who has become a character actor. He doesn't play the same type of character. As no, as well, bro. From Drax the Destroyer, to his role in um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, to his role as the villain in um, one of the villains, in Spectre, to um, Dune. Yeah. Glass Onion. You're not. You're not gonna get the same. You're not gonna get the same. Yeah. Type of character act performance. Did you mention
0: no, no Time to Die? Yes.
1: I'm, yeah. I mean, it wasn't in No Time to Die. It was no. Spectre. Sorry, Spectre. Yeah. You're oh. not getting the same type of character. You're not getting the same type of performance from him. Yeah. Whereas somebody like Rock. Yeah, you really know what the Rock is about. Big yeah, guy, Steve
0: and they could easily, they could easily make Dave, they could easily make Batista that, to I be a, a B class version of the Rock, but
1: I don't, I don't, know if he can because personality wise, is a bit more. Emo- oh yeah, let's not forget Army of the Dead.
0: Yeah. Oh man, I love bro. I'm so, I'm so proud of him. I'm so Let, so so, so proud say, of him. I don't
1: can't say he's not. He's not, not charismatic, but he's nowhere near as charismatic as The Rock to be able to hold. Like a leading man role? Yeah, yeah, to be a medium mogul in the same way that The Rock is. And then on the third side of the thing you Also, I to mean, The Rock is The Rock,
0: don't you? I mean, that, those yeah. eyebrows, bro, come on.
1: You have John Cena. Well, I'm, kind of getting, I'm getting tired of The Rock. I'm not even going to lie to yeah. you. Yeah. Um, then you have, the, you have John Cena, the third guy. I think John Cena's... He has a very high ceiling too. You just have to watch something like The Suicide Squad. You have to watch Bumblebee. You have to watch something like his show, uh, Peacemaker, to realize, okay, he can do comedy. He can do something quite serious. And, you know, it all depends on the type of roles he picks. They've all, both of them, two of them have been in Fast and Furious. How long until somebody asked Dave Bautista to be in Fast and Furious? But
2: I don't see Dave Bautista doing that. I don't see him... Going into like a franchisey kind of film. I mean, he could, yeah, but
1: he's done like three or four. <laughs> which one? James Bond.
2: James Bond ain't fast and furious, bro.
1: James Bond, um, fucking the the Guardians of the Galaxy. What made his fucking career?
0: Oh
2: damn, shit. Yeah, he
0: is. Okay, okay. My bad. But I don't see him doing a that kind of film anymore anymore yeah i just while, i, I think i think i think he's good he could e- bro he could easily be in an in a best picture film he could he's more likely to be in a best picture film than john cena and the rock
1: i agree with you yeah utterly. yeah
0: yeah but anyways uh glass onion was all right if you've not seen *Knives Out*, watch *Knives Out*, and then I guess *Glass Onion* is.
1: You know, one thing cool. I wanted to talk about before you even we go into the final one mm-hmm. is they'll talk about not liking the movies for twenty twenty two. Man, have you seen the calendar for twenty twenty
0: three? Okay, yeah. So,
1: shit, it's looking fucking stacked.
0: It it is. Um, so Starting I, have from a, February. I, I have a list here. Um, so we've got Barbie. We've got Oppenheimer. We've got uh, the Super Mario movie, which I know you're excited about. We've got an Indiana Jones movie. We've got John Wick. We've got The Expendables. We've got Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I don't particularly care for. Creed 3 as well. um, I know I have a more comprehensive list somewhere, but go on.
1: We've got Creed 3. We've got... uh, You've mentioned John Wick 4. There's also Across the Spider-Verse. There's Disney Pictures movie, Elemental um there is also shit man there is a lot of movies now that i think about it um i have a list here as well just give me a sec
0: it's all right brother
1: so i mean there's a lot of amazing movies coming out oh in fact i think we already had a good start with um puss in boots the The last life yeah i'm hearing amazing things about puss in boots no
0: problem let's do it Um, but um Real quickly, before we talk about um, Far From Home, I want to just do a small caveat, no pun intended, about another movie called The Menu, which came out, I believe, last year as well.
1: I saw my parents, my mom watching it. I haven't watched it, but I've I've, I've bookmarked it.
0: It's very similar to Glass Onion, actually, which is why I want to talk about it now, because it's also about a bunch of...
1: Isn't it horror? Horror?
0: Yeah, like a horror thriller. It's about uh, it's also about a, a bunch of uh, pretentious people going off to this island to participate in some sort of game of mm-hmm. sorts. It stars uh, um, Anna Joy, not, not M, um, what's Agnetino her name? Anya joy, joy uh, Ralph Fiennes and uh, Nicholas Holt and a bunch of uh, other, not cameos, just a bunch of other characters. Um... I really like this guy. Uh what's his name? Um John John Leguzamo. He's he's in everything, man. Uh you know what I'm talking about, Elisa? Yeah. Yeah. Luigi. Yeah. He's, brothers, he's in John Wick as well. He's in Chef. He's in Carlito's way. Um he's in Ice Age. I'm not sure who he is in Ice Age, but yeah, he's he's got a great career. But yeah. 2022 Saw yourself Out, like, the, the menu I just thought was... It was so predictable. Like, literally, like, when you have a whole bunch of obnoxious characters, and there's one character that is the likable character, you know that all the... young All the problematic characters most likely will have a bad outcome. Like, it's just, it was just as plain as day as soon as the movie started. Like, I've seen this movie thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Like, it's just... And supposedly, this movie was on on the blacklist. For anyone who doesn't know what the blacklist is, every year, there are, like, 10 or 20 scripts that are considered to be the most coveted scripts in Hollywood and that have not yet been made. And this was one of those films. Uh, And, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's just... I didn't like any of the characters. The, it was really predictable. Ralph Fiennes, I mean, dude, I've seen... Give you, You're basically just doing Hannibal Lecter, but you're a chef. Um, and yeah, it was just it just wasn't my cup of tea. There, there are so many better thrillers and so many better, more intriguing horror films than The Menu, and I just thought this was just... It was so deadpan, like, easy to see through. I mean, yeah, there's, there are bits that are... Surprising, but it's not reinventing the wheel. And for my money, it was very bland, no pun intended.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Anyways, Alisa, <laughs> over to you. So, I've not seen, so we're going to talk about Far From Home. I've not seen Far From Home. I can only watch one television show at a time, I, even though I know this one is very short, short five, le- five, five episodes. episodes yeah, so,
1: so it's like the big Nollywood Netflix original. Okay, um, so
0: I want you, I mean, you're sell it to me why should i even though I, there's a good chance i might not watch it for a while but sell me far from home i want to talk to me about it tell me what you love tell me who's great tell me what you don't love and you you wanted to do this movie because you liked it that's right so you wanted to do this show because you liked because
1: it i feel like it's one of the good things to come out in for a while.
0: and that's that's high praise coming from you so talk I to
1: mean, me don't get me wrong it's not amazing but it's. So- so entertaining to watch, so basically it follows this like street kid from the street called Ishaya Bello, you know, he's trying to be an artist, trying to get over this, he's got this scholarship to go to some art program in London done by one Nigerian, big Nigerian artist who's played by Dami O'Kanawa, Mr., I think he's the new RMD in terms of just being in fucking everything. Funny enough, RMD is in the show as well, but um, part of the matter is that he's, he's trying to get there and then obviously he can't because he doesn't have the money so he tries to sell drugs and then he tries to get money enough money and then he now sees this scholarship where they offer people five thousand dollars to enter this academy called the walmart academy which is supposed to be like the posh school in lagos so he steals his sister's dream finds somebody when he's cleaning a house that he normally cleans in addition to the artwork he sells he finds like that one of the dads for one of the kids who are prospective students has like a set of answers for the entrance exam so that he can win the scholarship uh he now passes he now enters the school and then he's now trying to see trying to see if he can get his money but he's ripped off the money and he's only they say oh yeah that money was used for your school uniforms and your, your thing. So now, he's now in debt, in debt to, like, a drug baron who he has borrowed money from and all this kind of stuff. And he now needs to find ways to sell drugs in school to make money. There's a lot more elements to it.
2: Wait, wait, wait. I thought
0: he... So it's about a drug dealer trying to sell drugs in school? I mean, I know there's, there's, I know there's more to that, but I that is kind of surprising. I, I thought it was very... I don't. I mean, I've I saw loads of people talking about it, and I've seen a few clips here and there, but I didn't know what to make of it. But I didn't associate you realize it. That there were drugs involved in this? No, no, no. That actually kind of makes me want to watch it more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to see this. I just wanted to see the the, the No, den- nah, I like, because I, I like I like you know juxtaposing you know yeah. high school and you know drugs and stuff. I guess it's is it like I don't have you seen Euphoria
1: thank you for uh, adiba best put it, it thank you for but a nigerian edition
0: I guess. really okay, okay i'm not seeing you for it but i mean that's the vibe yeah but
1: it's more that like i'm getting these posh kids and stuff like
0: that what 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 uh parent what rating would you give it i don't know what as in is it a 12 is it a pg is it a 15 is I it, it an, say it's a 15 15. Yeah. are they swearing in this
1: yeah the swearing the, maybe one or two you know
0: how many f-bombs are an episode i can't Okay. It's a combination
1: okay. of English and, Eurobar,
0: okay. English and What's the acting like in general?
1: Um, I think it's it's solid for the most part. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any overtly bad performances here and there. They're all good actors. I think there's a bit of you you need to imagine yourselves that these are like actors in their mid to I wanna say mid to late twenties playing teens. So you look at okay, in they're in high school. Yeah, in high school. I see. So it's kind of hard to imagine them being as teenagers, but they do what they can with the thing and. You can tell they cut corners here and there to make it possible but like for the most part i think it's it's well done it's well shot how long is an episode uh anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes there's only five episodes so i feel like it's a lot of elements of the show is rushed especially near the end because i'm I'm not going to drop i'm not going to drop how it happens but man it goes from drug dealing to kidnapping that's what i'm going to say oh my god near the end of the show yeah and there's some memorable characters Ishaya Bello, you have Atlas, you have Carmen, um I think um who else? You got guys like uh Bucky Franklin who plays government, the gang member who's like on Ishaya's case, or oh yeah, you're gonna make money and sell this X amount of drugs to the students in the school. And you have Ogarambo, who's like government's partner in crime and you have there are so many moving pieces, Ishaya Bell's sister, who actually wants, was the one that wanted to go to the school, but Ishaya steals her thunder, and you know what's surprising, it has, it does not have an all-star cast, but it uses them sparingly, so you have your Funke uh, Funke you have your... Oh,
2: you know what I feel about, her.
1: Huh? I know. <laughs> but she's not in it, they give her enough screen time, but she's not in it long enough to, to distract. What I like is they use them to move the story forward. They're not there just for the sake of being there. Addiswa told me is the art teacher there who guides Ishaya because he's good at art, etc. Et
2: Don't you mean Addiswa W? What? Addiswa W? Yes. Okay. 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 You said Addiswa told me.
1: Yeah, well, not what she goes by as a screen name.
2: Oh, I guess. It should be Addiswa W. Addiswa Wellington. Yeah
1: um yeah no it has an all-star it has an all-star cast with the supporting cast but the main cast of oh the guys that are playing the kids and the gangsters and stuff they're they're one or two known but there's mostly like a youngish cast that is somewhat known but not known well enough so that you can picture themselves not you're just not seeing their names. does your sister like it she likes it she likes the effort that runs into it but mm-hmm. she, so she always has something to moan about because she's a big euphora fan. does your missus like it Oh yeah, she loved it.
2: Does your do your parents it? I'm mm-hmm. curious to hear, hear what your dad thinks about it. If at all, he's seen it before.
1: He probably he didn't see it.
2: Okay. Um, okay. I'm I I'll give an episode a, a watch.
1: If you're not into it until after one episode, then that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a solid watch. I mean, you can't go wrong with it. It's dumb. It's fun. Um, it's dumb. It's fun. Um, it's got a good set of characters. Mm-hmm. I think what I like is that. Even just looking at social media, everybody's making memes about each individual character. So they have done something pretty well. I can't say, if I, it's been a while, so I can't just say who wrote it or directed it, but...
2: Um, I think uh, uh, a friend of mine actually wrote a couple episodes, this guy called C who directed and wrote DoD, Day of Destiny. I think he wrote a couple of the episodes, so big shout out to him.
1: Oh, no wonder, no wonder he used... Um, who was the other guy? That was pairing next to Denali in Day of Destiny. I forgot the guy
2: I know you who know. you're talking about. Is oh, Denali in Far From Him? No, no, no. The other guy. Yeah, he's in it.
1: Yeah, he was okay in it. But his character had this weird thing where he was changing the color of his hair every episode. So uh, people make fun of that. Every every week he has a new, he's dyed his hair in a new color. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I think it's a solid show. You should give it a watch when you have the time to give it a watch. Yeah. But
2: um Right now what's consuming me is I just got into Law and Order S V U. Oh my god, that's like years and years and years and worth of television. Guy, you know it's the longest running uh live action primetime show of all time.
1: Next to Simpsons? Live action. Oh, live action.
2: Simpsons I think is the longest running T V show in general, but S V U, Law and Order, oh my god, it's amazing.
1: Exactly
2: high life. Um Live Action
1: yeah but like television we are trying to say the longest running television show ever okay Saturday then, Night
2: Live has to be up there are you sh- I think Simpsons might have that where you want to go you want to go Simpsons or I'm going
0: I'm going Simpsons you want to go Saturday Night Live Saturday yes or Night Live
1: has been around since the 70s longest
0: running TV. TV running TV show the Simpsons number of seasons 34 well, then followed guy. by, I don't think, okay, longest running scripted. Sure. Yeah. It's Simpsons, then SVU, then Law & Order, then wouldn't you believe it, Family Guy. How many seasons
1: Family Guy on?
0: 21. I thought South Park had more seasons. Nah. SNL.
1: South Park is in. I thought it only season South Park is on because I know they just signed like a
0: yeah 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 shout out to trey parker and what's the other matt niggas stone. name matt stone yeah man they got the bag bro yeah Gone smoke um, okay Gone smoke this came out in 55 so i don't know ncis gray's anatomy is there american dad wow seth uh, mcfarlane really got the bag bro um csi er supernatural criminal minds
1: Anyway, CW is basically dead at this point. Anyway,
0: yeah, damn, uh, Flash, bro. Anyways, What
1: well, did you like it or hate it?
0: I liked the first couple of seasons, and then recently, and then I stopped. So and
1: Flash, how wild is it? Yeah. That DC. Yeah, I know you. I know you're
0: upset about that.
1: Uh, I like yo. Let's still keep this guy. Yeah. We'll get rid of Henry Cavill.
0: How? Why do you think they got rid of Henry Cavill?
1: Maybe I don't know. Maybe he's not working off for Hollywood.
0: No, I don't think that's why. And then and, what? And then what? James what Gunn that's, is. That's, the theor- that's my theory. And then James theory. Gunn is.
1: James Gunn isn't the one that got fired by Disney because of some.
0: Yeah, some of the drugs Yeah, yeah. But then he's now in charge of DC, so it can't be because he's not working no, enough.
1: No, I don't know. I honestly just thought that. They Dude, to I think
0: fun. I think I heard something about them wanting a younger Superman.
1: They want a young. He wants to do a younger Superman. Yeah. But it's just like. I mean, now, I think
0: Henry Cavill is Superman, bro. F- Henry for me. Cavill
1: is Superman. You yeah. have him there. He's ready to work. Mm-hmm. And part of it is that now guys are saying he left The Witcher for this. mm mm-hmm. For it not to work out. And but what I'm
0: upset about is I wish... if Now that Henry Cavill is not doing Superman anymore... <laughs> or Lisa is on the film with his mother. <laughs> What's
1: wrong? Mom, I sent you a message What's WhatsApp. Look at your WhatsApp.
0: I really hope his mic is on right now. <laughs> Anyways, I'm so upset that things didn't work, work out with Henry Cavill in regards, in regards to Superman. Man of Steel was cool. Batman and Superman, 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 ugh. That's the one we watched in in, America, in New York together, Superman, B. Justice Batman League. Batman and Superman, ugh. Justice League, ugh. So, so if, he just if he had just not done that Superman, Superman P, he would have been the perfect James Bond, bro. The perfect James Bond. No, can't can't. I, I don't think he can because fuck my battery.
2: My battery hasn't been charging this whole time. Wait, is it deaf? Oh, cause there's no lights. Yeah. Nah, boy, it's about to. Yeah, that's right. All right, it all right. And <laughs> um, thank you for
1: listening, um, we're back, baby. We're back, we're
2: back man. man. Let's go next week. We're gonna come back with Puss in boots, something
0: else, and something else. Let's go, let's, let's go, go, let's, let's go. go. I can't fucking wait, man. Happy New Year, guys.